Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go. Third hour of Armed American Radio's Monster Cast begins right now. Hour one and two already in the bag. Great two hours, by the way. Lots of fun on the show today. It's always a lot of fun. There's no woke Super Bowl going on here. Just leave it at that. No Taylor Swift show going on here. Car Fire Arms Group Studios are lit up for you. Six hour mic on fire on hundreds of stations around the country today. Right now as we speak live around the nation, X Insurance presenting it all. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother? Uh, not too bad. How do people watch this show in high definition as long as they're not driving and participate in the chat before we go to the roundtable crew, which is already lined up? Yep, sure. If you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of the website, you're going to see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, you can select that Watch Live option as well as the Listen Live option and the podcast link. If you want to join that live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Boom, that will do it. Welcome back, guys. Let's get started. Let's start with Brad Primo, CEO, Lead Slingers Whiskey. Brad, how you doing, my brother? Doing great, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. We're in the Car Firearms Group Studios. How you doing, Justin? Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Go, go. It's going to be a blast. Going to have a provocative conversation. Neil McCabe staying with us for this hour. You heard Neil in the previous hour with Dr. Joel Rudman, Florida State Representative in District 3 in Florida up there in the, the panhandle. You got a good one, guys. Sure would be fun to see him run for governor, wouldn't it? Guarantee we'd have the Florida governor on the show on a regular basis. Neil, welcome in, my brother. Oh, great to be with you, and uh, thank you for having uh, Dr. Rudman on. He He's a great, he's a great guy. He... Uh, he understands his mission as a legislator, but he's also uh, grounded with the people. And obviously, uh, we're looking forward to his big rock and roll show at Florida State uh, March 7th. It's a free yeah. show for people. And uh, some other legislators are also going to be at that show at the Down Under Club March 7th. That would be an awful lot of fun. I think you'll be there. Hey, Justin, let's start with you. So... Um, Joe Biden is in a little bit of trouble. To me, it looks like the establishment is coming after him. The media unloaded on him at his hastily called press conference after the report stating that he did willfully, in fact, take classified documents and stash them around his house. We know that's the case. He knows that's the case. The spin machine is from the White House anyway, is working overtime. But the press unloaded on him. The liberal media, in particular an NBC reporter, went after him. It was all about 
his lack of memory, his lack of brain cells. Can he still be president, et cetera? Biden lashed out. To me, when I see the media do that, somebody's told him, okay, guys, free from. My personal view is the establishment wants him out. Now, we're going to talk about the mechanisms of how that could happen, but I'd like to get your take on what happened with Biden, Justin. Is this guy going to stick around, or what do you think is happening now? It's a very weird time in American history. Well, I think the deep state's trying to force him out because they want to bring Mike in as the big Mike as the new candidate. Yeah, you're not the only one that I've heard say that. Brad Primo, CEO Led Slingers, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know if trying, someone's trying to force him out. I, I, I think there may be a, a civil war about to erupt inside the Democrat Party between the Biden people and, and uh, probably the more extreme uh, lefties in the party, if I had to guess. Neil, you know media inside out better than anybody here. Uh, when I saw mainstream media unload on him at that press conference, it told me something. That's it. The establishment is now after him. How does that work? Because they didn't just turn on him, Neil. Somebody had to say, okay, guys, have at it. Well, the, the Washington Post is still on board and on duty. And they basically had an editorial over the weekend saying, hey, age is just a number, right? Age is just a number. The New York Times is uh, inching towards uh, hitting the uh, panic button. And they had a number of articles really detailing what's going on. And it's it's a classic example, like just talking about it as, uh, as sort of a media critic. What happens with the mainstream media is that conservative media will be banging the pots and pans over something for six months or a year or two years, and then it finally breaks through to a point where no one can ignore it because because the scandal is real, because someone actually broke the law, because someone has to resign, or something actually happens, and now what ha- the mainstream media, the CNNs and the New York Times and the Washington Post, they're like, basically the New York Times is saying, oh, this thing? that we were ignoring and shielding you from for the last two years, it's actually a thing now. And now we got to play catch up and they have to do what uh, they call it's the old um, bear Bryant football where you'll flood the zone. And so basically in the media, what will happen, especially no one does it like the New York times, they will just flood the zone. And all of a sudden there's like, you know, six or seven articles on the different angles. So the media is now trying to catch up because the, the gap between reality and the reality they present is now so extreme that they have to close it. Otherwise, they, they lose the rudder. What's going to happen now, of course, is people have to figure out what to do next. And as I've, as I've said before, there's just no mechanism. Well, there's no mechanism. There's no well, hold on, hold on to that. Hold on, hold on to that thought. I, I don't want you to go ahead there because I want, I want to take us in that direction. Let me stop yep, you right, right there. Go ahead, man. Yep. Yep. Justin, I, I absolutely agree with what you just heard Neil say, and I think you will agree, too. What, what we're talking about here is you've got a bunch of media heads out there, talking heads, that can no longer stand there with a straight face and say, yeah, I can cover for him anymore. Why? Put it in simplistic bumper sticker logic terms. It ain't going to age well for him. They're all going to look like fools, and they know it. Having said that, 
You have to ask yourself a question. If you watched any of the Sunday shows, which I tend not to make it a habit, I'll read some transcripts, which I did this weekend today, by the way, and all of the pundits are out there, all of his minions are out there saying they're all standing by Joe Biden. How do they stand behind Joe Biden with a straight face when the whole country can see what's going on? Yet, and again, I, I use this, this euphemism. These people will tell you at midnight that the sun is shining with a straight face. They're evil. They will lie right to the camera. How do they get away with that at this stage? Is it even possible? And that's really a setup for the rest of the conversation. Well, they've been gaslighting up up till now, so they're going to have to change their ways. They're professional liars. I mean, you got to think about how you get promoted in government. You don't get promoted in government by telling the truth. Brad, same question. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, these are communists, and the communists are, are if they're anything, they're excellent uh, and prolific liars. I mean, if you look at, look at uh, the Russian government. They, they lie all the time, reflectively about everything. These people are cut from the same cloth as, as, as the Bolsheviks, right? They will they will lie and lie and lie, and they know that we know that they're lying. They're going to keep lying anyway because if they keep repeating it, people just eventually stop paying attention. What does it say, Neil, about the electorate when it's very clear to not just Americans but around the world, the, the global media was all over this? It's obvious to everyone around the world that Biden is incapable. He will not be able to make it through, maybe not even the rest of this term, certainly not four more years. He's going to wind up incapacitated. It's obvious to everyone with a brain cell that's honest. What does it say about the electorate that's in America that will still blindly pull the lever for him no matter what? Well, now, We might get cut off with the break. Kid. If you hear the music, just, just we'll let you come back. Go ahead. There was a kid named James Michael Curley, who was a legendary, notorious Boston politician, who was elected mayor of Boston four times. And every time he was elected governor, the Republicans who controlled the slate legislature would pass a law saying that the mayor of Boston could not succeed himself. And so... Three t- so he was so he was elected to three terms, but they were none of his four terms were consecutive. And then they really wanted to get him, and they he they caught him. Basically, he took a civil service exam for a buddy of his, which is a federal crime. He was convicted and sent to Danbury Federal Prison in Connecticut, and he was elected for his fourth term as mayor of Boston. And President Truman had to pardon him so he could be sworn in at City Hall. All right. Hold on to that thought. Hold hold on to that thought. Stop right there. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. I want to go back with some more questions for the table because I want to talk a little bit about what out does the Democrat Party have? What does this have to do with your guns, ladies and gentlemen? It has everything to do with your guns because they want to take them. We'll be back right after this. The Democrats are coming. The Democrats are coming. Hi, 
it's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. And here we go, continuing the discussion in the roundtable. Mark Walters here at AAR Ranch Studios, Car Firearms Group Studios to be exact, sitting in front of this powerful Sig Sauer microphone on hundreds of radio stations around the nation. X-Insurance presents it all. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. So we're going to turn the conversation now on what happens. if Can the Democrats replace Joe Biden at this stage of the game? They can, but it is highly unlikely because Joe Biden holds the reins. And as you have heard Neil say many times, he's also got the purse strings. And at this stage of the game, it is likely that Biden will want to stay on. Now, I don't believe he's going to. I don't believe I, I'm sticking by my guns here. Why? Neil, let me take this to you and then we'll go to Justin and Brad. And here's what my thought process is on this. Biden can say to, yeah. today, I'm not going to run for reelection. He can say that today if he chooses to. Now, the last time that happened, to my knowledge, was 1968 Lyndon Johnson. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that could happen. And if that happens, what occurs? Right. And so it doesn't fall to the vice president, right? Because it's a, it's a, it's a complete new reset. Correct. And so it's up in the air. So, so if Biden says, hey, kids, I'm hanging them up, then it's a free fall. And At so the convention. The, yes, but, remember, you know, there are still some... There are still some primaries out there, and the Democratic National Committee controls its primaries, right? The, the government doesn't control its primaries. It's, uh, you know, it's like the Elks or the Knights of Columbus. It's a private group. And so they can, there's still things they can do, but obviously it would be a free-for-all at the convention. And you know, obviously you'd have Newsom would be a formidable candidate because of his family money and connections. Uh, I believe he's related to the Gettys. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Gettys, uh, a Getty oil fortune. He's also got fundraising in Hollywood. He's got fundraising in Silicon Valley, the north and south of California. Plus, he's got all those. He's got you know 50 Democratic congressmen. In, I mean, there's a there's a complete base in California that is ready for Newsom. I just don't see who else is out there ready to go on the Democratic side, and because that's the thing. There were great candidates a year ago if they had been running, yeah. but to start from scratch, Newsom is the guy who can get on the jump biggest and fastest. All right, Justin, you don't believe it would be Newsom, but I believe that Biden's going to. I don't think he's going to. He's going to I think he'll finish out his term if he's capable of physically and mentally I think that's the way that that's likely the way the Democrats go. There are other options, but it's now too late, Justin, to put other people in for primaries, et cetera, uh, delegate counts, et cetera. It's, it's a mess. But he, obviously he could resign, Justin, and that would give us Kamala Harris, which would be a disaster. And then a convention fight because she's not going to get it. How do you think it plays out if he's not on the ticket? What do you see happening? Because you mentioned Big Mike. Go for it. Oh, I, I think it comes to convention. Basically, Biden will be ruled to be, uh, you know, senile and not competent. So whether they push him out by the 25th Amendment or whatever, 
they'll get him out, and then they'll put big, big Mike Obama in because Mike, you know, Mike Obama has a you know a <laughs> very recognizable brand name, and uh, she's angling to well, he's angling to uh, become president next. <laughs> Brad, let me throw it over to you. I mean, it, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Biden. Um, you know, I, I feel if they can keep on, you know, if they can keep the weekend at Bernie's act up with him, uh, I think they're going to try to do it and try to get him reelected and then, you know, maybe give him a running mate, uh, somebody to replace him uh, once he has to step down after he's uh, elected for a second term. Or, I mean, the man's getting up there in age. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee that he's going to even wake up tomorrow morning or whenever. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I see probably an opening for Hillary to jump back in. I've been reading stuff. That oh, boy. She's a, uh. she, she's a possibility. I think also maybe a more intriguing one would be, though, is, you know, Robert, Robert Kennedy Jr. is still out there. And he ran a commercial during the Super Bowl today. Uh, he's going to appeal to uh, a lot of people that Gavin Newsom's not that still want to vote Democrat. They can't bring themselves to vote, you know, for that guy. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Gavin Newsom doesn't scare me in the least. Bring him on. I, I'm confident, like I was when I predicted Trump's victory by, what, I was off by six electoral votes. I, I, I have that same gut feeling. The rest of the country doesn't want what's happening in California in the heartland. We don't want that. And I, I believe that's Gavin Newsom's albatross around his neck. That's not going to bode well for him outside the big cities on the East Coast and West Coast. It's just not going to work. But then again, Neil, as we see, I asked that question earlier. What does it say about the electorate when they're just going to blindly pull the lever? It's really sad to see that. So do we have Kamala Harris after the convention as vice president when we know that Biden is very unlikely to finish a next term if he were to win? Could that be a way out that keeps him on the ticket? Then he resigns. Well, there, there is precedent for that in uh, 1948. Yeah, 1940, excuse me, 1944, the Democratic leadership and insiders knew that Franklin Roosevelt was not going to survive his second, his fourth term. And they pushed Henry Wallace out because he was a, basically mm-hmm. a communist, a socialist. And they put in Harry Truman because he was a machine politician that they thought they could control. He came from the uh, Pendergast machine in, uh, in Kansas City. And so in modern times, though, it's more difficult to throw out a VP because what happens is in the administration, the vice presidents and president staffers basically like junior people for the president become senior people for the vice president, senior people at the vice president become junior people for the president. And there's an, the, the two staffs, they intermarry and it becomes very difficult to separate the, two, the, the political organization as it's melted together because there's too many interlock, interlocking relationships. Also, Kamala Harris's sister, Maya West, is married to Tony West, who is best friends with Eric Holder and Barack Obama. Yeah. And so, like, the, like, why did Kamala Harris show up on the scene? Kamala Harris showed up on the political scene because her sister was married to an Obama insider. And so Kamala Harris is actually seen as Obama's sort of cat's paw inside the administration, but she's such a cackling fool that 
like Obama has, you know, Obama has basically, I think, washed his hands of it. And so it's a very difficult situation. They've got to get rid like they've obviously Jill and the handlers can hold on, can hold on to the nomination as long as they want it. But nobody is rooting for Harris and the dump Harris thing could be very real, Mark. All right. When we come back from this break, Justin, I'm going to come to you with a somewhat related question. Uh, and and we'll go around the table with it. Then I want to go to Hawaii and discuss what happened there with the Hawaii Supreme Court in that state. It's incredible stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Armed American Radio's roundtable continues four minutes from now after the break on the flip side. We'll be right back. It's a big club and you ain't in it. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Now the bottom half of the third hour already. First half of the roundtable is now in the rearview mirror. Welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studios. I am Mark Walters, of course, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And in this broadcast here in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone, all of it being brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Please make sure to check out all of our partners. Pick up some goat guns, great Valentine's gifts. You'll, you'll just get addicted to them. And they're priced so reasonable, like 39 bucks on average. And you build these things. They're so fun to have. Greg knows. He's got a whole stash of them, as do I. Waft, W-O-F-T, where our families train down in Florida. Waft.com. Barrel, buddy. Revolutionize the way you, you, you let you clean your guns. It's game-changing. It's life-changing. You'll start spending more time cleaning your guns like you should be anyway. And I'm completely guilty of it. I'm right there with you. You are not alone. I don't clean my guns near as much as I should. That all changed when I got these things right here, BarrelBuddy.com. Make sure to check them out. You can pitch the patch and use one of these little Barrel Buddies in here. Make two passes. About 50 of these things in here will clean about 14 to 15 guns, and it's $14.99. Really simple, BarrelBuddy.com. Change your life. Clean your guns and change your life in the process. Welcome back in, guys. Let's go back to Justin Moon. Justin, my question now is a little bit bigger in scope. Because it, we've heard what we've heard about what happens. What do the Democrats do? They're between a rock and a hard place. They know it. The spin doctors are out. We know we can no longer believe anything that comes from the mainstream media. Nothing. You can't believe anything. We're, we've been gaslighted, as you mentioned, and lied to for so many years. Americans are cynical. Yet there's a part of the country, because this is a national security issue. Our borders are wide open. We have a president that the rest of the world knows and can plainly see and a media that's been outright lying about it. Like I said, you know, they'll lie. They'll tell you at midnight that the sun is shining. Even though you know it's dark, there's people out there that will believe it. And that's where we are with Biden. Oh, he's fine. As he gaffs it up all over the place, just like he did on his press conference, confusing the president of Egypt with Mexico, et cetera. It's a mess. It's a disaster. The whole world knows it. My question is, Justin, there was a time in America where Americans put their country first. I would like to believe that. And I, I think at this point when we see, I mean, all you got to do is go to Twitter. All you got to do is watch mainstream media. All you got to do is watch fake news programs all over the place and take a look at what the, de the Democrats will continue to vote for whoever's on that ticket. Justin, it doesn't matter who it is, including somebody they know is mentally incapacitated. Are we at a, are we past the point where Americans are willing to put their country first? And if so, how do we get it back, Justin? Seriously, serious question. Uh, 
country because we we have a, a segment of our population, including our inte- intelligentsia, which is which basically puts the party before the country. So they're not really interested in putting the country first. They're not interested in uh, making our country financially sound. They want full-blown communism with the Democratic Party being the Communist Party of America, ruling everything and putting patriots into death camps. They're willing to blow it all up, is what you're saying. I say that metaphorically speaking, maybe not, but they're willing to blow it up. If I can't have it, nobody can have it. Absolutely. They'll do whatever they, they can do to hold on to power, including genocide, a quarter of the population. Brad, it's very disheartening to see, and I, like you, I know people from the other side, that when you talk to them, it's utterly mind-boggling. It's almost like they're not seeing the same person on television that you see. What does that say? Oh, I think there's a lot of complacency, to be honest with you. I think, you know, think about, like, you know, I, used to, I mean, you think about like people who are who are victimized, um, you know, violent crime. In you know, sometimes what their mindset is, well, it's, it's never going to happen to me, so they never take right. precautions to prevent themselves from being victimized. And it's almost like that's what the entire electric is electric is like right now. Is you know, they don't think that these awful things that can happen. They're not even thinking about the bad things that can happen um, by projecting so much weakness uh, from the White House. Both policy-wise, because you know Biden's been wrong about every foreign policy thing he's ever had his hands on, but also the fact that you know if if our if our leftist media is now waking up to this man is is not capable of doing the job. Like think about what the thoughts are in Moscow and Beijing oh, right sure. now. What are the thoughts in, in you know in, in the Middle East right now? You know, like they've had this they had that figured out since so the second that guy stepped on the stage you know years ago you're running for president. And you think they're not? Do you think they're not making plans? You know, you think they have you know America's best interests in mind? Of course not. You know, and like people are not thinking about these things because they, somehow they got their mind that nothing bad is going to happen to us, and they couldn't be further from the truth. Party over country. It's exactly what it is. I mean, they 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 think they get the if they're all in their feelings, they're in their identity politics. That's the only thing they care about, and they're not thinking about. What's going to happen if we put an Alzheimer's patient back in the White House? Neil, the country cannot survive under those conditions. As much as I hate to tell you this, there needs to be a reset somehow. The country cannot survive under these current conditions, Neil. It's that bad. I believe that. Well, you know, another another part of my life is I'm a media fellow at the Gold Institute for International Strategies based in Washington, which is led by Ellie Gold. And maybe almost, almost three years ago, I had, uh, I had an online sort of discussion through the Gold Institute with a professor, and we talked about the various aspects of the 25th Amendment. And, you know, when you really think about it, it's... Um, it's a difficult situation because even if, even if the shoe was on the other foot and this was Reagan or, you know, or someone we wanted in, right? Let's say it was President Matt Gates, but, you know, he just, if, if, if there's nobody there, I interviewed a guy, uh, uh, Robert, um, Robert Goldwyn, who, uh, he was a, 
he was a, a an advisor. He helped write sort of. He was an architect of the Abraham Accords. He was a special forces officer. And now he's a heritage. He he called the Biden national security team like the, the Flying Dutchman because there's no one in charge. And so what happens is if we're attacked, I mean, think about it. We're, we're fighting the the Houthis on uh, in Yemen. We got the Red Sea is out of control. We got stuff going on in Iraq and Syria. Uh, you know, who knows when they're going to launch on Taiwan? Plus, we have this little thing called Ukraine. It's things are blowing up all over the place. And it, at some point, somebody has to be in charge. And what's happening is you have factions. And I'll, just one quick example, Mark, is you have one part of the government that says we have to push a border security bill. And there's another part of the government that says, we're, we're suing Texas because they're securing the border, right? And so it's a, so many in so many different instances, the Biden administration is now finding itself at war with itself because different factions are rising up because of the vacuum at the center. And so it's we're just so vulnerable right now. We're so and frankly, if I was someone who was going to launch an attack in the United States, so let's say the hundred thousand Chicoms that they've infiltrated through the border, right? The one reason I don't launch, I stand up those guys and attack is because so many Americans are armed. And after all of the, after all of the this and the that, what's left is Americans and their firearms are really the only thing we've got. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the question we've asked you for years on this program. And Justin, I'll throw it to you before we hear we're going to take a break. Then we come back, we're going to go to Hawaii. Justin, why do they want my guns? Well, they want your guns because they're communists and they want to run a communist revolution and they want absolute power. We're standing in their way, aren't we? We're in their way, aren't we, Justin? That's the point. We are in their way right now, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, if everybody's armed, it's hard to genocide the population. You better believe it. (laughs) Human history, ladies and gentlemen, has borne that out. When we come back from the break, Brad, I'll start with you. I want to take this to Hawaii. Because Hawaii doesn't believe that the Supreme Court matters, but the spirit of aloha is more important than, well, our Constitution. Think about that as it pertains to the Second Amendment. Well, they must think it's not important for all of our other amendments, too. Huh. We'll be right back. They get to pick and choose their fights. We'll talk about it. letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. We do have some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, here in the Car Firearms Group studios. It appears Taylor Swift's football team has won the game. Greg, Taylor Swift won? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah, the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, her and her boyfriend, right? They're winners. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. She threw the touchdown pass to uh, to her boyfriend that was at the goal line. Uh, he caught it, leaned over, fell in, touchdown, game over. And a woke transgender ref made the call. You're absolutely correct. And right now they are interviewing all the transgenders that performed at halftime, and uh, they are trying to get their final speeches. Okay, 
There's the woke NFL for you, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here on Armed American Radio. Breaking news. Uh, I, at that point, I forgot who I was going to after that. I think we ended with the new. Like, Brad, I'm going to go to you on this. Let's start with you on because I want to go to Hawaii. This is an absolutely mind-boggling story. Yeah. So let's just go here. Right with I'll just go to a Fox News headline. Pretty much says it all. This is the best story I saw about it. Hawaii court says spirit of aloha supersedes Constitution. Second Amendment. Democrat Hawaii AG Attorney General hails court ruling as thoughtful and scholarly. Hawaii's highest court on Wednesday ruled that Second Amendment rights as interpreted by the U.S. Supreme Court do not extend to Hawaii citizens, citing the spirit of aloha. In the ruling, which was penned by Hawaii Supreme Court Justice Todd Eddins, the court determined that states, quote, retain the authority to require individuals to hold proper permits before carrying firearms in public. The decision also concluded that the Hawaii Constitution broadly, quote, does not afford a right to carry firearms in public places for self-defense, further pointing to the spirit of aloha and even quoting HBO's TV drama, The Wire. Article 1, Section 17 of the Hawaii Constitution mirrors the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. We read those words differently than the current United States Supreme Court. We hold that in Hawaii there is no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. Brad, this is a slap in the face to the United States of America, not just to the Second Amendment. This is a slap in the face by a state and a state Supreme Court to the rule of law in the nation. This is a slap in the face to all Americans, and it is particularly a slap in the face to the rights of Hawaii citizens. What does this say to you and your thoughts on what Hawaii can do with itself? Under Foxtrot Charlie Charlie compatible language, please. <laughs> They're just making, just making stuff up. Like, what is, what is the spirit of Aloha? Like, uh, you know, I, I just, it, it's a running joke, though. If you, I don't know, you know how, how much to read, you know, internet gun boards or whatever, but I, I peruse some of it now. But it's a running joke that's always, there's always going to be a judge in Hawaii that's going to overturn something for the left. You know, like, no matter what it is, like, they'll find some loony judge in Hawaii, they'll issue some, you know, ruling out of left field uh, that'll make no sense and, you know, tie something up in court for years. I have no idea what the spirit of Aloha is. Frankly, I don't care. Uh, it doesn't exist. It's fake. It, it's a, it's a made-up uh, ideology, if you, if you want to call it that. Um, personally, I you know, I, I think that judge probably ought to be arrested, to be honest with you. I mean, like, there, there are laws against willfully violating people's civil rights and I don't think that I don't I think that should extend to, to judges and elected officials as well because you know what like you can sue a cop for violating your civil rights willfully violating your civil rights so why does that apply to politicians because they do it all the time. We have listeners in the state of Hawaii. I get emails from them from time to time. We've had a guest on in the past from Hawaii. You're tuned in. This is what you put up with. This is what leftist politicians do. Justin Moon, I, this you know he says, "What is the spirit of of Aloha?" It reminds me of an old Brady Bunch episode I saw years ago when I was a kid, when the family went to Hawaii on vacation, and one of the boys found a little idol in the sand at the beach, and the whole family believed they had a curse from some spirit from Hawaii. I mean, is that where we are today, Justin, in Hawaii, where spirits? can change our constitution last i checked hawaii is a u.s state well it looks like it looks like the gates of hell are open and the demons are filling <laughs> up all over our country so we are in a lot of trouble you know there are people out there that are going and have championed this ruling 
from Hawaii. It's just these people live in a different world. But I think, Neil, because I believe exactly what, what Justin said and what Brad said, but, Neil, we're at a point in this country that the left knows no boundaries. That's the bigger part of the story. They will absolutely, as Brad said, just make stuff up to try to get past laws they don't like. Well, yeah, and of course, like what Brad's really pointing out is this crazy Ninth Circuit that, you know, goes all the way from, say, Montana to Hawaii Mm -hmm. and everything in between. It's the largest circuit. It's the most left-wing circuit. It's the most overturned circuit. And really, you know, we've talked before about secession, right? Can this country survive? Can we have a country together if we can't have Thanksgiving dinner together, right? Well, secession is actually coming from the left. When the left says to the right, your candidates can't be on the ballot in our states for a national office, or your constitution that we're all supposed to buy into doesn't count. Now, last time I checked, when conservatives are accused of undermining the constitution, that's insurrection, right? Oh, and a threat so to our I democracy. Guess none of those so I guess that's and that's being a secessionist. And so I guess those guys can't run for president in Colorado either. So, you know, let's 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 see how that lines up. Last time I checked, these courts uh, have now is this, this is a you know, these courts are supposed to let now. Is this a state court or the federal court? This Hawaii Supreme Court. Yeah. So um, I think that uh, it's really going to be interesting because the, the the U.S. Supreme Court said that the Second Amendment was integrated into the states. And what's that? That's not how that's that's that was through the right? No, that was that was McDonald through the 14th Amendment. Correct. That was a Second right, Amendment right. Foundation case, by the way, in 2010. So what, so what do we do? So what does that mean? I don't know. Up to you. It right? does, here, here's what it means, uh, Justin. It means nothing. If you're a leftist and live in Hawaii, if you're a leftist, it doesn't matter. Because you don't like it. That's where we're at today, Justin, I think. Yeah, we're not in a good spot, Mark. Uh, It it, it looks a lot like 1860. It's pretty bad out there, guys. Brad, do we make it through this? Of course. Yeah, we make it through. I mean, you know what? Like, I I say this fairly often on the show. We're we're actually not outnumbered in this country. You know, and and the, the, the thing that... They want you. They want us to think that our that, that we've lost and that it's hopeless. There's no yeah, way we, yeah. it's a good we can point. we can resist this. You know. So yeah, we make it through this. I mean, it may not be pretty, but we'll make it through. I agree with you. I'm glad you brought that point up, Neil. We've only got about 15 or 20 seconds, so I want to make this quick. I'll let you close out. But I believe Brad is right. Okay, we hear about the silent majority. That's why the left is so loud and so vocal. And as conservatives, sometimes we feel like we're t- completely outnumbered. We're not, and I think that will manifest itself. In November, particularly with what's going on with Biden, people see what's happening. Neil, yes or no? Music has started. Yes, and and the the opposition to our opposition is really this is you know they're prisoners and relics of a of a bygone age, and it's our side that's rising, and they are resisting that rise. And we're also seeing that around the world as well. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. Always fun to have you here. We've got some great drops from you tonight. Appreciate it very much. Brad Primo, CEO, Lead Slingers Whiskey. Of course, Neil, uh, Neil McCabe, reporter, Parts Unknown, redstate.com, redstate.com. 
and of course, uh, Justin Moon, CEO of Great Car Arms. Mark Walters, I've been filling your prescription for freedom today in the Car Firearms Group studios on this six-hour microphone. X-Insurance has been presenting it all. Please visit all of our partners, particularly our new ones out there. These are great people, great American companies supporting your right to bear arms. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio, the Daily Defense, tomorrow, guys. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 